Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. What are you doing for lunch? That is a valid question. Because you have the opportunity to outbid someone on a lunch opportunity with the one and only marty baron and uh i think i'm there more as just like you're, someone to like no, serve you set the, it up so you're the you're the, the master planner of this big fundraising event tonight for shine gold and uh marty and i are lucky enough if you go to their link which has been shared by our sabers live account the auction is underway yes and you can bid yourself into a position where you have lunch no, I heard that uh, some fans, Sabres fans, were looking to get peanut butter and jelly sandwiches with us. I don't know that. There's that's, really only one fan one that would fan do that. that that's our uh, head of amateur scouting. Yes, Daniel Armbruster from Joywave. Oh, he's very excited about his most recent no, he, selection. Not only is he a, a, a music like you know expert and, mm-hmm. and what a what a, a great musician and and everything he does is awesome uh but his his inside look to prospects have been amazing yes. the interviews we've had with some him would say last, spot on spot on like nostradamus uh, type that should be his my new nickname <laughs> that should be <laughs> you know you listen to show open bulldog yeah and the craziness of the show opening oh it's awesome you trying to pronounce Nostradamus. Nostradamus. I got it right. Because in French, we put the, the, emphasis, the emphasis on the different syllables. Nostradamus and not Nostradamus. Right. And I'm probably butchering it, too. But I'm also trying to chew gum and host a show at the same time. And that's typically frowned upon. Yeah. But I can't get rid of the issues. And you're talking that, to lunch. I can't, and rid, I, see... I can't get rid of the issues I've been having for nine days or so. And you're I talking apologize. about lunch. And we, I, I've been seeing people walk by us in the atrium here at Key Bank not Center. Not a single person is offering to share lunch with us. Well, not only that. it's I don't know if they're getting chicken fingers or something from a food truck, but it does look good. <sighs> okay. Back to the task at hand. Jacob Bryson, basically a hometown game tonight for he and the Sabres. Let's go through the roster one more time as Buffalo takes on Toronto tonight. Sabres looking to go 3-0 in the preseason. They have won the first two by scores of 4-3 in a shootout, 4-1 over the Bruins. They have seven different goal scorers in the two games. Brandon Byro is the team leader in scoring with a goal, two assists, and a shorthanded, or pardon me, a shootout deciding goal. So he's had a wonderful camp, clear friend of the show. Clearly benefiting from the Sabres live bump. 
Beersy, as Beersy. Uh, we can call him now. And the reason why Beersy, it's not a fun story on Triple World on one late Saturday night is just that when he got here to the Sabres organization, some people didn't know how to say his last name, so it became Brendan Biro, and everybody was like, hey, Beersy. What did you think of his shot last I night? I thought his shot was really good last night. It was a confident shot. I mentioned a couple of times, and I believe it was Isaac Rosian had a two-on-one earlier in the game where he got too close to the net. Yeah. And when you get too close to the net, the goalie looks big, and there's no net to shoot at. He hit the goalie right in the chest. I thought that when Biro got the puck and saw the opportunity to get into the good ice and shoot, he didn't wait too long to shoot it. He just got himself in a really good location, saw the spot, beat the goalie clean on the blocker side. I thought Byro was good, um, and, and that's awesome. But you talk about tonight's lineup and guys that obviously are getting an opportunity. So we'll go through the lines again. You have Dylan Cousins in the middle with Lucas Rusek on the left and Victor Olofsson on the right. Tyson Jost is in the middle with Linus Weisbach on the left. And Michael Murch, I almost said Dominic Murch. It's the older brother, Michael Murch, on the right. Uh, you got Krebs in the middle with Murray and Warren, and Richards in the middle with Kisikoff and Slaggard. That is your group of 12 forwards as it was at the morning skate this morning. The defense, Owen Power and Henry Yokiaryu, Johnson with Bryson, Yanni, I should say, uh, with Bryson, Lindgren, who played last night, with Pinoka, that's your group. You know what I forgot to mention the first time we went no, through the list? What? Who's playing net? No, I told everybody earlier. You did, but I didn't mention him. And then I, I went into this whole thing how Victor Olsen has a big spotlight on him. You know, there's a lot of players that have played up saying that there's an opportunity where Jack Quinn would, you know, usually start the season mm-hmm. on the right wing. There's a spot there with Dylan Cousins and J.J. Paterka. But there's also a battle in that happening sure right is. now. Eric Comrie looked really good in 40 minutes in Washington, I thought. Devin Levi looked really good in 40 minutes last night. And now it's UPL to match that and say, hey, how can I make myself relevant and push in that race to who's going to be the starting netminder on October 12th against the Rangers and play most of the game in the first month and and get the Sabres out of the blocks early? Yeah, so as you sit here today, how do you think the games played are going to be divvied up between Comrie, Lukanen, and Levi this year? Well, um, as I sit here after seeing training camp in the first two games, I think my look to the Sabres goaltending has not changed. I think we're looking at Devin Levi to go probably 45 to 50 games this year, and we're looking at 15 to 20 for both UPL and Comrie, depending on how injuries play into it uh, and and performances, really, because the Sabres are in a position now where they, they can't afford to say we're going to give somebody a little longer to get their game going. Mm-hmm. They want to make the playoffs. They want to get 97, 98, 100 points this year. Yeah. You can't give up four points in October or four points in November just to get somebody to get their game going. And backing up Lucan in tonight will be someone who's very familiar with the area in Michael Hauser, former yes, London Knight. So the house cat gets a period tonight. I'm looking forward to that too. It's been a, it's honestly it's been really great. All six of the, the Sabres goalies would have had an opportunity to play yep. in the first three games as mm-hmm. Scott Ratzleff was sent back to juniors. He was the seventh goalie on the roster yep. when camp opened, but he got his time at development uh, prospect challenge and development camp this summer. Uh, but all six of the Sabres goalies here right now going to get a chance to play, which is good. And if you go back to the forward lines for tonight, I'm actually quite um, happy for the opportunity that Brett Murray gets tonight to play with Peyton Krebs, who was very good 
in his first game yes. on Sunday against Washington, I thought Brett Murray was um, among, if not the unsung hero of the forward group last night. He was first power play. Yes, front he of was, net. He was net front when Skinner, you know, uh, scored that power play goal. Uh, he was backdoor when Byro scored oh. on the two-on-one. Great decoy. He had two incredible feeds to Benson, which went, oh, uh, no, pardon me, Kozak. He had the one Kozak whiffed on the, on the. Uh, he's a right shot, and he put it just left of the goal. He didn't get yes. all of it on the two-on-one. And then Murray made a tremendous play from below the goal line that should have resulted in Kozak scoring short side, but it was shut off. I thought Murray did everything asked of him last night, and tonight gets to play with Krebs, which I think is a reward. What Brent Murray has been able to do, I feel, is, number one, he's a big, big man. Right. And so he goes in and wins battles, wall battles, puck battles, and all of it. Uh, But more importantly is where some guys have to do the opposite, and you say, keep it simple. Some mm-hmm. guys are out there to not keep it simple. Right. That's their game. Yep. Brett Murray, keep it simple. Mm-hmm. Right? Like you but win consistent. The, consistent. Yeah, yeah, but that simple plays are could also be high-skilled plays. When you have the puck in the neutral zone, there was a play where he was right in front of the Boston Bruins bench. The right defenseman pinched on him. Yep. He made a nice little 10-foot tap pass into space for his center to walk in, mm-hmm. and he absorbed a hit. Like, that's a really nice, yeah. high-skilled plays that a lot of players that say, i got to keep it simple, I'm going to chip it in the zone. No, make a play to the middle, but it was a simple play. Right, and that's why people were kind of, you know, falling over themselves, and rightfully so, with the simple play that Benson made in the first period on a puck retrieval in the corner, right? Yeah. I mean, it was oh, so subtle. Watch Benson and warm up. He works on those stick mm-hmm. grab and whatever. I love that. Like, he works on these retrieval, the, the stick uh, puck pokes and it, all of it. It happens within a second. The retrieval, the possession, and then moving the puck onto somebody else. Like, And that's exactly what you're talking about here, that higher-skilled players are expected to make those plays, but they often don't end up being the most pronounced plays as far as the score sheet. But it allows you to play the game that your coach is stressing which is puck position, which is why I love Thompson's game last night because I felt like between the two of them out there with Skinner, I thought they did a really nice I job. I say ooh, ooh because there was something last night that I noticed in game mm. and I wanted to bring up this morning about yeah, Tage Thompson, and I totally forgot, but this is the time because you just said Tage Thompson. Tage played over a minute of shorthanded time last night. Oh, good. Yeah. He averaged 30 seconds last year mm-hmm. per game. And those 30 seconds are usually the last 10 seconds of a, a penalty kill where he gets on the ice so that he's going on for the full strength. And, um, you know, sometimes four on four that you put him out there and then the other team gets the power play, he plays 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. He played over a minute of shorthanded situation last night, which is something that they've talked about. Having skilled players like Tage and yeah. his reach. And talk last year and was. And talk last yeah. year was like that. Be able to kill more penalties mm-hmm. and have that power kill approach to them and, and put teams on their heels. Yeah, no, I agree. Obviously, last night the Bruins ended up going 0 for 3 uh, with the extra man, so the Sabres penalty kill has been perfect through both games so far. And They went 3 for 3 in Washington as they well. They did, right? yeah. Well, that was the kind of the, you know, when we talked to Byro yesterday, what was funny was the last shot of that Capitals power play, went off the post and around the boards. And that's Byron came out of the box, got the puck, gave it to Paterka, and it was in the – so, fine line, as we always talk about here. It's game night tonight, Sabres and Leafs in 
West Lorne slash St. Thomas slash just south of London? North south of, of London, London yes. uh, closer to uh, Lake Erie. <laughs> And um, home of Joe Thornton, as yes. it is the Joe Thornton Municipal Rink. They side. have a rooster on the outside of the rink. I believe you're right, but a lot of uh, Joe Thornton pictures inside the building with the beard. Um, Joe would have enjoyed your conversation with Brandon Byro yesterday. We'll leave it at that. We're back after this on Sabres Live. Stay with us. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 